This is the Estheticians Lounge. This podcast is for estheticians of all shapes and sizes, aspiring estheticians, or anyone who just wants to learn more about their skin from professionals. Go on this journey with me as we pick the brains of many wonderful people and learn about the ins and outs of our skin and the aesthetics and beauty industry. I'll be your host. My name is Desiree and welcome to the Estheticians Lounge. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is. Um, The first lesson I have for you guys is proof everything you put out into the world. Proof read, proof listen, proof whatever. Um, When I tell you I was mortified when I was listening to the published podcast, the episode one, and I forgot to take out the part where I was clearing my throat. Oh my gosh, it was disgusting. I'm so sorry. Um, that will never (laughs) happen again. Um, you know, we live and we learn. So yeah, there's my first lesson for you guys. Anyways, I'm hydrated. I'm ready to go. We're going to pretend like it didn't happen and that's that. So this episode, I'm going to be talking about a few skincare myths. I asked my fellow estheticians on a Facebook group I'm in some of their favorite skincare myths that... Their clients sometimes tell them and got a little inspiration from them. So the first, um, if you can guess it, it is that dermaplaning makes hair grow back darker and thicker. So this is not true. Um, You can't change the structure of a hair follicle just by shaving it off. It's different if you're waxing it Uh, because you're pulling the root out, or if you're, um, my mind just went blank, Um, lasering it. So those are completely different because they do go all the way down to the follicle, but just shaving it off doesn't have any effect on the structure of your hair follicle. So It seems darker because after removing the vellus hair and the dead skin, your face is brighter than before. So after the regrowth, it seems darker, but it's not. It's just your eye playing tricks on you because it's the exact same. But because you have been so used to the skin brightened or sorry, smooth brightened skin from getting it dermaplaned, once it grows back the exact same, then you're like, oh my gosh, it's growing back thicker, which no, it's not. So, but that's just another reason to get routine facials and routine dermaplaning so that you don't have that scare, even though it's not true, guys. It's the exact same. And if you don't get a dermaplane again, you're going to notice after a while, you're going to be like, oh, I look exactly the same. You could even take a picture of yourself before and then get a dermaplane, and then not get a dermaplane again, and once your hair grows back, take a picture of yourself, and I promise you they're going to be the exact same. (laughs) The next myth, I don't need sunscreen when it's not sunny, or there's sunscreen in my makeup, so yeah, I'm applying sunscreen, and I'm fine. (sighs) So the first one, you don't need sunscreen when it's not sunny. I think a lot of people 
at least for me, because I, you know, I thought the same thing. All of these myths I thought were true at one point in my life. So I'm not judging you at all if this is the first time you've ever heard any of it, because I was in your same shoes before I went to esthetician school, before I did more research. So no judgment here, just giving you the facts. (laughs) I think people get um, I'd say confused by the word sunscreen because you think you just need it when it's sunny. It's always, UV rays are always penetrating through clouds, through snow, through the windows in your house, the windows in your car, Um, the windows at your office uv rays are powerful so no you do need sunscreen you need sunscreen in the summer you need sunscreen in the fall you need sunscreen in the winter especially in the winter because it can sometimes be the uv can sometimes be greater in the winter when it reflects off the snow so yes always wear your sunscreen always reapply every two hours I know it's not it's hard to do that, but if you can at least put that sunscreen on in the morning, you're doing way better than the person who's not. So for the there's sunscreen in my makeup, so that's how I get my sunscreen. Unfortunately, most makeup sunscreens only protect against UVB rays and not UVA. Um, and UVA is the one that is causes more aging and cancer and so you're not getting all that protection and you're also not getting enough protection so when you put on your foundation you for the most part you put on a little bit of foundation so basically you're putting like a drop of sunscreen on and trying to make it go across your entire face and your neck which you know, not going to work. So if you are using sunscreen makeup or sunscreen foundation, you would need to be applying a shit ton to your face. And that's just not cute when you have that much foundation on. I know. So yeah, you're just not getting enough um, protection. You're also not reapplying every two hours. You're not reapplying your makeup because that's just unheard of and again you'd be probably cakey by the end of the day if you're putting on foundation every two hours while needing it to be a shit ton of foundation every two hours uh so yeah there's just um you're just not getting enough protection you need that sunscreen underneath your makeup and then you need to be reapplying it every two hours because there's uv in all light even inside there's UV and all light, unfortunately. So we need to protect ourselves. We need to protect our skin. If we want to look beautiful forever, which I know we all do, then we need to be applying that sunscreen. Again, I'll be the first to tell you, my mom never put sunscreen on us. Um, We are Mexican and she was like, you don't need it. And my mom loves to be tan and I loved to be tan too. And now I'm scared for when (laughs) that sun damage is going to show up. So now I am 
being overly cautious so that when that sun damage does come up, because you may not see it now and it may, your skin may be flawless now, um, and you tan all the time and you're fine, you don't have any wrinkles, but that sun damage, it's hiding. It's waiting for the right time to kill. It's going to creep up on you and then one day you're going to look 20 and the next day you're going to look 50. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but no, seriously. It gradually gets, comes up to the surface and shows the damage. So yeah, just, you know, if you want your skin to look beautiful forever maybe go get a custom spray tan from an esthetician and wear your sunscreen no one will know if it's fake so yeah always wear sunscreen (laughs) um for the last one you don't need moisturizer if you're oily this is another one I also thought when I was younger no one taught me how to wash my face I don't think I ever washed my face with anything. Maybe I used St. Ives, which God, don't even get me started on that. But um, yeah, regardless, I was oily. So I did strip my skin a lot, which so oftentimes when you're, when you have oily skin, you're using too much drying and dehydrating ingredients because you want to try and be less oily. So you're, you're trying to strip all that oil off, which isn't helpful at all because you're oily because your skin is overproducing oil because it thinks that you have dehydrated skin and you don't have enough oil. So it's sending, you know, more oil to help you repair So when you keep stripping it and keep stripping it and you're just dehydrating it even more, you're just getting oilier oilier and oilier and you're just ruining your skin barrier. So if you're oily, you need to wear moisturizer. It can be an oil-free moisturizer, but you need to be wearing moisturizer. You, You need your skin to be hydrated so that your skin knows, okay, I don't need to overproduce that oil. We're good. We're all good in the hood up there. Like she's fine. He's fine. We're great. And then you're not oil anymore. Well, oh my gosh. Oilier. Is that even a word? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So you always need to be hydrated. Your skin always needs to be hydrated. That's going to help with your oily skin. Um, for most cases, again, there is another type of oily skin, which I won't get into because that's another a whole nother thing. But always just um, contact your esthetician. Be, it, you know, go to them and have them take a look at your skin because you could think you have, like, you know, you could, you could think you have oily skin and you don't have oily skin. You're over drying it. That's why it looks oily. Or you can, you know, just always go to your esthetician, consult with your esthetician, and they can give you the right recommendations and help you with, um, yeah, helping your skin. Because, you know, I can't tell you what your skin looks like because I can't see it, unfortunately. (laughs) So, yeah, always consult with your esthetician. That's what we're here for. Oh, Uh, So I'm going through these comments. Um, This isn't a myth per se, 
But when I read it, I got scared. And I just thought it was funny. So this girl, she said, where is it? Um, dang it, where'd I go? Oh, so she had a client tell her that she uses Clorox wipes to clear her acne. Clorox. You know what Clorox is? The freaking bleach. Oh my gosh. Guys, do not use Clorox on your face. I get scared when I get it on my hand. Please don't use Clorox on your face. Peas and blessings, please do not use Clorox on your face. <laughs> That's all I have for you guys today. I want to make these episodes not very long so that you can digest them on your way to work or, you know, just doing odd, odd jobs or whatever, have it in the background or something. And I know 45, you know, 30, 45 minutes is a really long time to sit down, especially as estheticians or even anyone, whatever job you are, it's a lot of time to take out in your day. <laughs> so I will be keeping these short and sweet for you guys. I'll try and not ramble as much. It's very hard for me, especially because I'm the only person here. I'm talking to myself. So I have no one to tell me, you know, Desiree, shut the fuck up because you're talking too much. <laughs> oh, Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys being here. Um, if you want to show your support, um, go ahead and subscribe or follow me. Follow this podcast, turn on your notifications, write a review, rate it, all that good stuff. Um, that would be awesome. And if you ever want me to go over something or touch on a topic, just let me know. You can DM me. I have a podcast Instagram. It is at the Estheticians Lounge. I also have my business Instagram, which is at More Lashes and Beauty, or my personal Instagram is at Des Nicole, and I can put all of that in the show notes. But yeah, so if you ever want to ask me a question or want me to put stuff out, different content or anything like that, you can do that. So thank you. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye.